Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Today's episode is going to be a little different, or actually a lot different. In this episode, Bridget is going to ask me 25 rapid-fire questions about time management, organization, and productivity. But before we jump into the rapid fire, let's hear a TSH from Liz W. Hello, I just ordered my 2021-2022 planner. I used slides last year, but went to the tablet route this year and have had fun really playing with it. Okay, so TSH. I returned to teaching full-time this year. I had second graders who chose to be remote all year. I didn't need much. In the fall, um, I'm super excited to stay in second grade and I'll be in person. I am spending so much time trying to figure out what to get for my first classroom. I am an inspiring minimalist and want to carry that as much into the classroom as possible. I'm fully on board with ditching filing cabinets and binders. My coworkers have been amazing at giving me supplies and books and I want to make sure I prioritize what I need to help my students the most. Help! Finally, thanks for doing what you do. I love your work. Thank you so much, Liz. That was a very nice TSH. And I totally understand how you feel. When I recently packed up my classroom to move, I realized how much stuff I had. Just stuff. Like it was everywhere. And once I saw it all piled up, I realized I had so many things that were just not necessities. They were things I could do without. They were things that I bought kind of on a whim, that Target dollar spot. It gets me every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I've definitely been embracing, quote unquote, minimalism in all aspects of my life lately. Not fully embracing it. I'm not like a full minimalist by any means, but just certain aspects. And I feel like our classrooms are one area where we can all benefit from embracing some of those minimalism characteristics. Honestly, my biggest recommendation would be just to wait until you get into the classroom and then see what you need and buy things then. As much as we want to plan things out, sometimes that can cause us to go kind of overboard. Yeah, I definitely agree with Michelle. And minimalism is something that I've been looking into for several years. Gotta love Marie Kondo. She's fantastic fantastic when it comes to the minimalism. But purchasing items now and not really knowing if you're going to be using them will only cause you more frustration in the end. So start with the basics of what you are certain that you will need to have. This can be a place to organize your materials, supplies, and just leave it there. Spend time looking into how you plan on running your classroom and researching that. This will really help you have a better idea of what you need and what uh, you may want as you start the new school year. Solid advice, Bridget. Love it. Thank you. So this inspiration for this episode came from the Vogue 73 question interview videos on YouTube. They're They're so so much fun. I don't know what it is, but something about it, like the spontaneity of it. I feel like they make it seem like the people don't know the questions in advance. They probably actually do, if we're being honest. But Bridget has compiled 25 questions that I have not seen, like 100%. I haven't even peaked. I'm kind of proud of myself for that, honestly. (laughs) And she is just going to be shooting them at me, and then I'm going to be answering them. I'm very nervous if I'm being fully honest. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really love the Vogue 73 questions. They're fantastic. And so I came up with some of these questions and I'm really nervous. <laughs> I don't know why. To why share are these you questions. nervous? I have no idea. I'm not the one answering them. Um, but I'm like, I hope these questions are good. 
<laughs> well, and can I just preface this by saying at the time Bridget and I are recording this podcast, I am running on about three and a half hours of sleep. I had a late flight last night and I didn't get home and asleep until a little bit after 3 a.m. and I got up at 6.30. So, you know, just lower your expectations a little bit <laughs> for my answers to these questions. Oh, all right. You ready? I'm ready. I feel like we need like a timer. (laughs) (laughs) No, that will only add stress. I know. I know. Don't ever do that. Okay. So here we go. My mouse keeps disconnecting. Okay. Here we go. All right. Question number one. If you could give a new teacher one tip on productivity, what tip would it be? Don't try to do all of the things. (laughs) So to kind of go, well, hold on, hold on. I just have a little bit to add. So focus on one thing each year to get really, really good at. So you can start building those like habits and routines. Okay. Okay. That's it. Question (laughs) question number two. You could only have one Google Keep or Google (gasps) Tasks. Oh, honestly, Google Keep. I have kind of been converting to Google Keep lately and abandoning Google Tasks. I feel awful saying that. What I love about Google Tasks is that you can move items from list to list and Google Keep does not have that capability. And that's the one thing. If Google Keep had that, I would be, you know, not even acknowledging Google Tasks. But I like a lot of the other functionalities of Google Keep. And Google Keep actually has like a really nice app for the phone. So yeah, as much as I hate Mm. to say it, I would choose Google Keep. All right. Question number three. Do you prefer longer working periods or shorter working periods? Oh, you already know my answer to this question. I do know the answer. (laughs) I prefer longer working periods. I struggle to get initiated on a task, but once I've started, I want to see it all the way out to the end and I get hyper-focused. And a lot of times I don't want to stop and do anything else. And sometimes that actually kind of gets me in trouble. So definitely longer working periods. Okay. Number four, where do you feel you're most productive? Where is in like a physical location? Yeah. Physical location. So currently my couch, although later today, Billy's sister and mom are coming to pick up our couch. So I will no longer have that for the next week. (laughs) Billy's sister is moving to an apartment. And so we're giving her like basically all of our living room furniture. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Hand me down. Super cute. Um, So what I'm hoping moving forward is that I want to go to like a coffee shop like once a week, maybe twice a week. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. And I want to just like sit my butt in a chair, order a coffee and work. I've already been scoping out little coffee places that are near Mm -hmm. my new house. So that's where I'm hoping I can be super productive. But right now it's my couch. Big dreams, guys. Big dreams. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Number five for productivity. Would you take your lunch as a teacher or buy it? Mm, I have never bought a school lunch, like from the cafeteria. I've never bought one. I mean, as a kid, I bought one, but never as a teacher. Um, So I pack my lunch every day. I know some teachers who do leave the building to go buy lunch, but we only have like 25 minutes for lunch. And that's from the time you drop off your kids to the time you pick them up. So like, it's not a lot of time. I I don't think I could get anywhere in enough time to actually be able to eat. So I pack my lunch. Mm. All right. Number six, what are your favorite writing utensils? Um, black flare pens, just like the plain black flare pens. There also is a knockoff on Amazon of the flare pens. Those work just as well, you know, if you're feeling a little, little uh, stingy with your money. And then what are, hold on, I need to pull out, okay, the Paper Mate Ink Joy Gel 0.5. I'm like holding one. Yes. These also in the black. I love these. They write very, very smooth. Nice. All right. Number seven. 
If you had to use a paper tool for organizing your to-dos, projects, etc., what would it be? Oh, are you saying paper tool so As, I can't plug so our you, planner? You Well, <laughs> no, you can't, unfortunately, unless you print uh, that baby, <laughs> which you can, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah, you can print it. Um, That is hard. Honestly, could I say just like an old school notepad? You know, like especially the ones that have magnets and like stick on your fridge and you can just like rip Ooh, off a, pe- yeah. a page and use it. I would probably use one of those. I love to have those still just to brain dump on. And then I like take all that, make it actually organized and put it into like my digital planner or sometimes my phone, depending on what I'm doing. So I guess just a pad of paper. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that sounds great. OK, number eight. When do you create your power list for the next day? The night before. I have a very solid nighttime routine that involves me getting snacks. Um, It typically takes like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. That's coming in a future episode, by the way. Just stay tuned. I go upstairs. I write in my 500 notebook. What is what is that called? 500 days? A or, day. It's a line No, a five day. years. A line yeah. a day. And a it's over the course of five years. So it's a notebook. And each page is dedicated to a day. And there's like five different spots. So each year you will write on that page. And over the course of five years, you'll fill up the notebook. So every night I write in there kind of the recap of my day or whatever I want to share. And then I get on my phone and I will come up with my power list for the next day. I will set my alarms. And then I go like brush my teeth and go potty and I get in bed. Nice. So, Thank yeah. you for that routine. Cool, you're number, <laughs> number nine, what's your favorite organization TV show to date? Oh, that's hard. Is it bad if I still say clean sweep, like old no, school I thought you clean were gonna sweep? Say that. <laughs> I love that show. And I think even to this day, I mean, it's been like 10 years since I've seen it. When I'm going through and decluttering an area, I create those three piles, the keep, the donate, and the um, trash. Or maybe it's, well, they had the keep, donate, trash, and I think they also had like a sell pile, but Mm. that's literally how I organize my things when I'm trying to declutter. So I kind of figured you were going to say that. (laughs) Number 10, now that you're married and you have bought a house, you cannot include those two things. What is a long-term goal that you are looking forward to? Can I say getting a dog? Is that a long-term goal? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So with the move to Austin, Billy and I have been wanting a dog for years and years and years, but we wanted to wait until we actually owned the house instead of renting. So once we move, we do want to get a dog, not right away because we have some trips planned, but after that. And I'm super excited about it because everyone in Austin has a dog and everyone takes their dog everywhere. And the main shopping center that we go down there called the Domain, dogs are allowed in like almost all of the stores. And that's just a life I want to live. So I I have a goal to get a dog. (laughs) Yes. What kind of dog? Super sidetracking. Well, you, you have inspired me to get a golden doodle. She's like, you can't see her face right now, but (laughs) Um, mainly because they don't shed and our cats shed enough for like 10 dogs. So we would love to get a golden doodle. I think we want one that's a little bit more of that like golden color, that kind of like brown, yellow. Yes darker color um and we obviously want to do a rescue so it's also going to be just kind of waiting until we find like the right dog for us but oh it's worth it so worth it good goal (laughs) number 11 do you prefer silence or background noise when working 
most of the time background noise. I almost always have either the TV going, a YouTube video playing, or a podcast playing. However, there will be certain times where if I'm trying to really focus, I will pause it so I can have a little bit of silence and then I'll put it back on. But most of the time, I'd say like 70% of the time, background noise, 30% silence. (laughs) All right. Number 12, how do you reward yourself after getting your power list done? Mm, I think it depends on what time of day I finish it. There are days, especially like a weekend, for example, where I'm home all day, I will finish my power list pretty early on in the day. And so I will reward myself with like a second cup of coffee. And I always really look forward to that. Or if it's a little bit later in the afternoon and maybe I'm not craving coffee, I'll do like a bang energy drink. I know energy drinks are not great for you, but it is what it is. Uh, Don't judge me. And then if it's like nighttime when I'm actually finishing, I feel like my reward is just getting my snacks and getting to get in bed and watch like a TV show that I really like. Because if I don't get my power list done, then usually I have to skip the TV show. So yeah, yeah. And don't worry, I love energy drinks. I'm all about the Red Bull. In fact, this one restaurant we go to has this Red Bull tropical sunrise and it's a liquor drink, but man, is it good. (laughs) So fun fact, I've never in my life had a Red Bull. Really? I love really. <laughs> I was team monster for a really long time. And then now I've switched to bang because it has like creatine and some other things that are good for like working out. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> Go and look that up, folks. Uh, number 13. If you could only have one organizational tool in your classroom, which one would it be? <sighs> Probably my daily drawers. So my daily drawers are those Sterlite three drawer organizers and each drawer holds like eight and a half by 11 size paper. And I have three of them on my desk. So the first one has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The second one has Thursday, Friday, next week. And then the last one has grade, copy, and file. Those boxes are used every single day in my classroom. It's where I put all of my copies for the next week. And it's where I put all of my papers to grade. And it just keeps my desk paper-free, which is a huge one for me. Like I hate to have papers all over my desk. Yeah. Number 14, what's one regret that you have when organizing your classroom? Oh, I think one of my biggest regrets is that I have certain supplies or materials in multiple places in my room. So flashback to my, I think it was second year of teaching when I bought all of those Sterlite lock containers. They're Mm -hmm. like clear with like the blue latches. And I love those because they're super durable. They're stackable. And that holds all of my supplies in my cabinet. The problem is some of the containers are kind of on the smaller side. And once I would fill that up, I would have to start putting my supplies somewhere else. So for example, I had one that was filled with sticky notes. Well, I filled that up with sticky notes because I hoard supplies. What teacher doesn't, right? Like that's got to be a normal thing. So then I had to have another space in another cabinet to store extra sticky notes. And then it just became like, I don't know. It's like, why don't I just have a bigger container that can hold them all in one place? And that's one of the biggest things I'm trying to do when I move to the house is making sure that things are just in one place and I have a container big enough because that's something I'm guilty of even at home. Yeah, that's a good one. 15. What is your favorite book on productivity so far? 
I really liked the 30 day productivity challenge. It's by, oh gosh, Damien Zacharias, I think is the author. Don't quote me on that. I could totally be wrong, but I really like that kind of step-by-step approach. It makes it very easy because I think when it comes to developing new habits and routines that will increase your productivity, it seems so overwhelming and it seems like a big change. So I love that it breaks it down like day by day. Okay, number 16, what does your ideal work area look like? Mm. She's going to be envisioning her her new house and her I office am. when she says this. Because I'm going to get my office designed with like custom cabinetry and I'm so excited. All right, I'm closing my eyes. I have to have a super comfy chair. So I want a chair that has like padding and I like my chair to have arms on it. I want a big workspace because I usually have multiple devices. So either like a computer and an iPad or a iMac and like my laptop. So I need like space for my devices. And then if I'm using like paper to kind of brain dump, I need a space to be able to put that. Otherwise, I want minimal kind of distractions or decor. Like I said, I'm, I'm really trying to kind of embrace that minimalism just a little bit. And so I don't want unnecessary things sitting there just to sit there. I want it to be clean, open. And then it makes it much easier, I feel like, at the end to like put stuff away because once it's clear, you know you're done. I love that. I can't wait to see it. 17, what is your best tip to someone wanting to achieve a better work-life balance? (sighs) Prioritize and understand. Okay, I know you said one tip. I'm just going to make it like one long tip. Um, prioritize what's important to you and understand that what's important to you will change over time. I feel like that's the best summary because people think that balance means doing everything equally and that's not the case. Sometimes you might need to focus more on your personal life. I'm in that season of life right now. I'm focusing a lot on like the move and the house and all of that. And then there's other times where you really want to pour yourself into work. And so balance is a sliding scale. And depending on what is your priority in that moment, you have to slide the scale and be okay with that. Good one. 18. What time of the day do you feel you're most productive? Ooh. Hmm. Well, on a weekday, definitely the evening time after school. That's when I get to like conquer my to-do list. I feel like during school, I'm on everyone else's time. You know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. are coming to me and they're like, hey, I need this. And I don't always get to do what I need to do. So I love like that after school time. But on the weekends, I would say that like mid-morning to early afternoon time is when I get a bulk of my things done. I'm usually not up very early in the morning on the weekends, but as soon as I do wake up, probably at like 9 a.m. from then until like noon, one o'clock is when I'm most productive. Nice. 19. What's the first thing you will organize in your new home? Oh, oh I got so excited from that. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Uh, probably the pantry. Our pantry is ginormous. And I'm so excited because our pantry right now is literally like the smallest closet in the history of closets. I don't even know where they found a door that small to, to cover that pantry closet. It is so dinky. So I'm very, very excited to have like an actual pantry. And I've already picked out the containers and everything. I need to go through and make a list of exactly what foods we 
consistently have on hand, how I'm going to store it and map out a plan before I just go rogue and like start buying stuff. But I think pantry is like number one on the list. I'm so excited. All right. Can I add in a bonus question? Just because I'm curious. Okay, great. So when you have your pantry, are you going to be that person that takes the items out of the boxes and puts them in the containers? (laughs) I am going to become that person. I've not been that person up until this point. Yep. Billy and I years ago bought containers from Ikea. We're like, we're going to be those people. And then we didn't. (laughs) Mostly, again, our pantry was just too small. So now I'm going to be getting the OXO brand. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? They sell it like Bed Bath & Beyond. Super high quality. They make these pop containers. Billy and I went to the container store in Austin and we tried them out. And so you like pop it and then you can remove the lid and then you put the lid back on and you pop it again and it like mm-hmm. seals it oh they're expensive okay I'm probably gonna yeah. like you know have to sell a I kidney know. in order to organize my pantry but it will be worth it no. so yeah we plan on putting like rice and pasta and all of that kind of stuff into those containers and then refilling it when needed I'm so excited nice no, I love those containers. My dad got me some for when he brought oh. like some Pakistanian like spices. Oh, yes. they're the best thing ever. Yes. All right, number 20. What is one organization tool that you have tried and was like a total fail? Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, a paper planner. I initially, my first year of teaching, got an Erin Condren planner because that's what all the teachers on Instagram had. And I spent, what, $60, $70 on it, and I could not keep up with it. And it became a mess because as teachers, our plans are constantly changing. So I was like scratching stuff out and drawing arrows, and then it just stressed me out because it didn't look organized. (laughs) And I think I bought the planner the next year because I hadn't learned my lesson yet. And then after that, I was like, nah, I can't do a paper planner. And that's when I started planning digitally. So I wish, I mean, I don't know. I think it was a good experience to kind of try it out and realize it didn't work for me. I think that's something a lot of us have to do. But I think about that like 120 bucks that I dropped on those planners and what all I could have gotten for that, especially as a first year teacher. Yep. Amen to that. 21. How do you start a big project? By crying. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I love to just brain dump and this goes into our project planning. I love to brain dump all of the things that I have to do as part of that project. It's funny because I'm kind of considering this move to the house a project, right? Like it basically is a project because mm-hmm. a project is encompassing multiple tasks. And so on the plane ride last night, at one point, I just started brain dumping. Like, here's all the things we have to do. We have to buy a fridge. We have to buy washer and dryer. We have to get the couch. We have to have you know, a general contractor come out for this project and that. And I just literally brain dumped a ginormous list. And it felt good just to get it out of my head because now when a thought pops in my head, I go, oh no, I already have that on my list. I don't need to think about that. It's only when a new idea comes and then I just add it to my list and I can move on. Yeah, no, that's a great one. 22, what is your favorite drink and snack when you are working? (laughs) Oh, I love this question. All right. Drink, probably coffee. I've really weaned myself off of, I used to drink a lot of like diet soda. Um, So either coffee or like I said, a bang energy drink. And then for a snack, I love popcorn. I love the mini bags of popcorn. And that way I can pop it and eat the whole thing and not feel horrible about myself. And 
a little touch of something sweet, like some peanut M&Ms or like a piece of dark mm-hmm. chocolate for the very end as like my reward when I finish whatever task it is that I'm doing. That's really bad that I reward myself with food like a dog, but I don't know. It, it works for me. <laughs> no, I love the salty and sweet combination yes. that you got going on there, though. 23. What is something you do when you feel unmotivated to work? Mm. I would say I will tell myself, okay, I'm just going to work on this for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And by making that promise to myself, it forces me to initiate the task, which, as I mentioned, is my hardest part. And once I get into it, almost always, I want to just keep going. So it kind of gets me out of that rut. But mentally, I feel like it's doable. You know what I mean? Because I say, Mm -hmm. okay, it's just 10 minutes of work or 15 minutes of work, and then I'm done. And so for me, it gets me over that mental. That was really weird. My like lips got stuck together as I was trying to say mental. It gets me over that mental block of, oh, I need to work on this for another two or three hours, if that makes sense. No, that does totally make sense. Okay, so what is something that you do when you feel overwhelmed? When I feel overwhelmed, I like to just drop whatever I'm doing and go out for a walk. I feel like I need a change of space. I need to get away from it. I love the fresh air and the endorphins. And I usually come back wanting to be productive again. If that makes sense. No, it does. All okay. right. Your final question. It's number 25. Final question. <laughs> I do that with my kids all the time. <laughs> yeah. We were playing that song constant, like on the last week of school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Who is one person that inspires or motivates you to be your most productive and get things done? Can I be cheesy and say you? Oh, Look, dear Lord. <laughs> as much as I would love to say it's Billy, it's not Billy. Um, so definitely Bridget. And I'm so happy that I have her as a friend. Let's just, okay. So Bridget and I obviously do a lot of the same work, um, between Mm -hmm. YouTube and then, you know, the podcast and teaching. And so I feel like when I talk to her because I'm like stressed out about something, she gets it and she actually has good advice versus, no offense to my mom, but sometimes when I call my mom, it's like her advice doesn't really work because she's not in it. She doesn't fully understand. Right. Um, and so when I see, for example, last night, I'm sitting here on the plane watching like 10 episodes of Flip or Flop. Have you ever watched that show? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, I hadn't either until the plane ride. And now I've seen like an entire season. But <laughs> I'm sitting here not being productive at all. And then I see on Bridget's Instagram story, she's like working on a grad class and working on videos for Bridging Literacy. And I'm like, Wow, I really need to reevaluate my life. No. (laughs) But no, no, no. I mean, I think it's just good to have someone else who's doing big things because I can look up to her and be like, yes, like that's what I want. And I think it's important to surround yourself with people that have similar goals. And Bridget and I definitely have similar goals. So that's helpful. Yeah. You're my person too. It's all right. (laughs) We're so cute. Uh are. All right, guys, there you have it. 25 rapid fire questions with Michelle Emerson. I finally said your last name right. (laughs) It's about time. Lately, I've been, I continuously call her Michelle Foray, but I finally (laughs) did it, everyone. So I hope that you um, have really enjoyed my questions. Did you enjoy my questions? Yeah, this was good. Honestly, some of the questions, I think I have the same ones. We'll find out the next, in one of the next episodes. (laughs) I was really curious about that while we were making our questions. I was like, I wonder how much we really think alike. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, okay, everyone. So that is it. This is our 25 rapid fire questions with Michelle Emerson. Definitely wait until next week to listen in. Is it next week's video? Well, that's what I realized as I was saying. It's like it. another I was, two weeks, right? It's two weeks. Yeah. I yeah. think next week is a week in the life episode, though. So that's exciting. Ooh, very exciting, everyone. Um, so what we want, what we would love for you to do is head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com. You can check out our TSH there and drop what is your time sucking hurdle, then you'd have a chance to be featured on our podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you are notified every time we drop our new episodes, which are on Thursdays. And make sure that you leave a review on iTunes. We really enjoy hearing from all of you. Um, and it just makes us smile. Plus, it helps us get into the ears of so many other teachers out there. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.